Hey, you unique and victorious person, you. In order for me to live with myself, I want to be fit for myself to know, so I ask myself regularly, what the hell am I thinking? Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ayaba. This week's quote is, we are healed of a suffering only by experiencing it to the full. This is by Marcel Proust. This ties in with the question's answer for today. Trisha asked a couple of weeks ago about overcoming trauma. This is part two where we discuss another modality used in therapy to treat PTSD or trauma responses. Trisha asked about overcoming trauma and we answered it with part one using EMDR as a modality last week. This week, the follow-up to that question is discussing what is called cognitive processing therapy or CPT as we will call it. And CPT is also one of the top therapies for PTSD. And the reason that the quote ties into it is because as you go through CPT, you are going to experience the healing and suffering in its full. You will talk about and go through the trauma and discuss your feelings and thoughts about the trauma. CPT or cognitive processing therapy is a form of cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. CPT was developed developed by Dr. Patricia Resick, along with a few other psychologists, but she gets the majority of credit in the research and literature. CPT is used to help those who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, and it helps to reduce the symptoms. It's a nice partner with EMDR. Because EMDR helps to desensitize and CPT processes verbally and written um, narratively. And so this can help a person to overcome it um, with less um, feeling the tension or the anxiety that may sometimes go along with, uh, with PTSD symptoms. CPT is completed in 12 very highly structured sessions, but it can take more than 12 sessions if necessary. And in some cases, some exceptions, it takes less than 12 sessions. That will depend solely on the client or patient and how um, easy it is for them, them to get through it or how quickly they try to move through it, authentically and sincerely, of course. And so, that whether or not it's going to take up to 12 sessions or more depends on the client or patient. There is a lot of writing unless the client or patient does not want to or is unable to write, then there are room, there's room for modification. The theory behind CPT is that clients or patients can challenge and then modify unhelpful beliefs that occur as a result of being traumatized. This is what makes it a wonderful partner with EMDR. CPT helps the client process through what are called stuck points. Usually after a person experiences an event that shocks or traumatizes them, their views of the world, themselves, and those around them prior to the traumatization becomes conflicted with the post-trauma information that has been assimilated or um, acquired as the new way of thinking or feeling. And for example, prior to an experience that resulted in trauma, such as maybe a combat veteran going to war 
The person saw the world as a safe and fun place to be physically, mentally, and emotionally. They attended uh, family gatherings, went and hung out with friends, had a great time. They were the life of the party. Post-trauma, after coming home from war, maybe seeing some things over there, such as a friend getting shot or watching a truck in front of them blow up with an IED. Uh, Post-trauma, that same person now sees the world as an unsafe place mentally, physically, and emotionally, and therefore stops doing things in the world that they were once enjoying and found safe such as attending the family gatherings or going out with friends, or maybe they now go to the um, family gathering, but they're no longer the life of the party. They're more sitting off in the corner and they're ready to go as soon as they get there because there are just too many people there and they don't feel safe and the noise is too much. They may adapt the view that they are to blame for the trauma and are afraid that if they're around their family and friends, then something traumatic is gonna happen to them as well. So those are some of the, post-trauma thoughts that could occur. CPT helps the client or the patient become aware of the symptoms of PTSD. They become aware of their feelings about the trauma. Then they learn how to challenge their thoughts and ultimately change traumatic beliefs and perspectives. The client or the patient's stuck points and errors in thinking are addressed by gathering evidence for or against the thoughts or stuck points. The client or the patient will address unpleasant memories and fears associated with that traumatic event and or events. And it is usually done through writing assignments. By the end of the process of CPT, the client or the patient will have learned about problematic thoughts, maladaptive thoughts, unrealistic thoughts um, that continue to drive PTSD symptoms or um, uh, un unfounded beliefs that have been changed. Most sessions will be discussing the negative or unhelpful thoughts resulting from the trauma and challenging those and having the client challenge those beliefs for evidence for or against those beliefs, thoughts, feelings. CPT entails psychoeducation on how, how thoughts impact emotions and daily life. It entails um, making sure that the client or the patient understands PTSD symptoms and identifying the symptoms that they have. And then the goals of of treatment are discussed and then the CPT approach to treatment is applied. Then the client or patient learns to understand thoughts and feelings related to the trauma by creating what is called an impact statement, which addresses what happened why the client or patient feels it happened and why it affects their life. Next is where the client um, learns new skills to challenge trauma beliefs, which can permeate into other areas of life, such as when a person has irrational thoughts or ruminating thoughts. Um, The final stage of CPT is where the client or patient changes their beliefs about the world. They usually have developed more of a balanced view of the world, such as, okay, so the world is not safe in certain environments and certain situations, but it is safe when I'm with my family. And so they have more of a balanced view. Maybe going to the club might not be the best uh, route for them because of the type of noise, the type of environment. So they might not find that quite as safe, but now it's okay to go back to the family gathering and be the life of the party again. 
The final step is rewriting the impact statement and comparing it to the initial impact statement. Most clients that complete this and get to that process end up realizing that their impact statement is significantly different compared to the um, initial impact statement that they wrote. They usually have found out that, okay, so it wasn't my fault. Um, there was nothing that I could have done about the truck in front of me being hit by an I being blown up by an IED. I didn't put the IED there. I didn't know the IED was there. If I had known the IED was there, I would have stopped that truck ahead of me. So usually the, the client has more of a balanced perspective and they realize I can be around my family. It's okay if I hear certain noises because I'm around people who love me, who are safe and who would not harm me. So CPT is not only just for PTSD symptoms, CPT has been known to also help with anger, anxiety, sleep disturbances, hopelessness, psychological distress, guilt, depression, dissociation, cognitive distortions, childhood abuse, sexual violence, coping problems, and combat veterans. CPT has a manual that is specifically designed for sexual violence survivors. It also has a manual specifically um, designed and created for combat veterans. And then they have their initial regular CPT manual that is used just for general PTSD, non-combat, non-sexual related um, trauma. The reported results of having completed CPT include changed unhelpful thoughts, changed negative beliefs, a reduction in symptoms, changed negative cognitions, and fewer feelings of hopelessness. There has been reports of increased ability to trust, increased intimacy, increased self-esteem and self-confidence, feel increased feelings of safety, an increased sense of personal power, an increased ability to tolerate negative emotions, and an increased level of happiness. Now, there's always um, something that a modality doesn't work well with. So what the conditions that CPT does not work well with and would be counterproductive to use would be um, for any client or patient that struggles with psychosis, suicidal intentions, um, a manic episode that a bipolar person, the person with bipolar may find themselves in, anyone who's in active addiction or anyone that is struggling with dementia. So hopefully, Trisha, that answers the second part of your question, um, because that is what the hell I'm thinking about CPT when it relates to overcoming trauma. So also, a feature is being added to the podcast to help the listeners. It is called the word of the week. However, a preface for why this is being added to the podcast here. The reason your boss is your boss is because the majority of the time is that he or she has a higher vocabulary than you at this moment. There have been several researchers that show that vocabulary is a great determinant of success. Most people stop growing their personal vocabularies by mid-twenties. Words are powerful. Words can destroy friendships. Words can start a war. Words can increase a person's sales. Words can bridge, um, build bridges between two people. 
or, or words can win or lose elections. Words can change the direction of your life. The satisfaction and success you get out of life depends greatly on the skill with which you communicate your wants, needs, opinions, and desires to others. I'll also use, um, always rather, use Merriam-Webster to, to, to define the words. So let's get into it. So the first word I will define and share how to use for the word of the week is vicarious. Vicarious is spelled V-I-C-A-R-I-O-U-S, vicarious. It is an adjective, and it is an adjective that a child will not ever understand as no explanation or definition would make it clear to the mind of a child. The meaning of vicarious is something that is experienced or realized through imaginative or sympathetic participation in the experience of another, such as a vicarious thrill. It also means serving instead of someone or something else that has been delegated, such as vicarious authority. It further means if you act in someone's stead, you take his or her place at least temporarily. So here are a couple of sentences using the word vicarious. I live vicariously through books and movies to travel to countries abroad. Another sentence. The majority of the population is content with vicarious observation of sports as opposed to actually playing sports. So hopefully that helps you guys understand vicarious. What kind of sentences can you come up with using the word vicarious? Let me know. So that's all for today. Please email me your questions, comments, situationships, it's complicated, or your rants and raves to what hell am I thinking at gmx.com. So the listeners can find out what makes you ask yourself, what the hell am I thinking? Hope you guys have a great week. Mm -hmm.